0: Stalking Spurs. 40 ish minutes of football adjacent frivolity. We discuss obviously Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. My name is Patty and I'm here with Acid. Hi. Hey, Acid, how
1: are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Patty? How are you enjoying this international break?
0: I mean, you know, we're kind of mentally prepared now. The last international break felt like it went on forever, but now. I think think we're ready for it because we've got a lot in store for you. So first of all, this episode, we're going to mix it up a bit, guys. Watch out for our first and maybe only ever mailbag. What? We have mail? Mail Mailbag? We've got mail. We have mail? Yeah. Uh, We're also going to be discussing uh, the Spurs players clutch game. Yeah, that's right. We're going to do a deep dive into a 55-second video. Watch out, it'll be riveting. (laughs) And finally, (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but we all know my favorite section is Baby of the Week. And I don't know, I think this is the week we get a surprise? Watch out. It's been an amazing week all around the
1: world. So many positive changes. It's like (laughs) 2020 just did like a hard left turn. (laughs) on so many levels including baby of the week exactly
0: so keep listening i guess let's kick it off you know this new dawn with our new section called you've got mail and it's our inaugural and maybe you know our only but who knows mailbag so as you guys know we are on our socials on twitter and on instagram at stalking spurs in case you guys aren't following us and obviously we have like what five listeners but guys We got the biggest surprise last week after we recorded, or two weeks ago, after we recorded our last podcast. In our Instagram inbox, we had a request. And in that request, I was like, who wants to, like, who would wanna message us? Is this spam? Is this porn? Is it like someone trying to gain followers? No, it was a real person. And this real user is named Wenjing104. And Wenjing, I don't know where you are. I'm assuming you're based in Korea, but who knows? Wenjing104 actually commented on a particular segment in our last pod where we talked about Sunny's house and how we wanted to see more of it. And because Wenjing104 is godsend, Wenjing actually told us to check out Sensational uh, and sent us a link to a YouTube video of it with proper English subtitles.
1: Yeah, oh my god. So like I think a year or two ago, some Korean production company created sensational so it's a documentary about sun i think we talked about it in the pod back then and we were saying that oh my gosh i hope they release a version of this with english subs because we would love to watch this 18 times and do like a second by second breakdown and then i guess we kind of forgot about it And then now it's back in our lives with English subs. So Patty and I, we're taking two weeks off work, uh, starting next week, to just watch everything in detail
0: and take notes and report to you guys what's going on. Exactly. So thank you so much, Wenjing104. And I guess, you know, is this like the start of the floodgates of our many fans and listeners? Maybe? But if it isn't, we just want to super thank you, Wenjing104, for reaching out and sending us a YouTube link. Because neither of us speak or read Korean, and this has been super-duper enlightening. In the same way we did bonus pods for the All or Nothing Tottenham Hotspur documentary from Amazon, we are going to be releasing special pods for Sensational. We're two years late, or a year and a half late, but better late than never, again... Thank you, Wenjing104. We, we really look forward You've to... changed our lives. You did. You changed our lives. And you know what? If you guys want to help change our lives, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Tell us what you're thinking about this pod, what you want to hear, what you want to tell us about, and we'd love to hear from you.
1: Awesome. And that's the end of our all-new Mailbag section. <laughs> cool Uh moving on to the deep dive so when we started the show we teased this video the link you will find in our episode description it's a it's a very short it's less than a minute it's a video that spurs official shared on the spurs official instagram of the players arriving at the i guess this is the west brom game so players have just i guess arrived at the stadium and one by one are entering the dressing room. And when people arrive at the dressing room, they are inevitably carrying clutches and backpacks and messenger bags and stuff like that. We realize we've never done a breakdown of a video like this. Yes. And today we start. Today is that So check out the video, follow along, and let's talk about it. The first person who arrives is Jose. Unfortunately, we don't get a good look of what he's carrying, so we're not going to talk about him. Sorry. (laughs) The second person who arrives right after him is the group of Welsh boys. First being Gareth Bale. He arrives first, and he's wearing a backpack. So when he turns the corner and enters the room, we get a glimpse of the back of it, and we see it's an Adidas backpack. I love it. How accessible. How every man. It's kind of
0: crazy. I could own that backpack. It's crazy, yeah. I mean, I know that he's obviously sponsored by Adidas, but it's nice. You're right. Accessible every man. Bail? Who knew? I kind of love it. I didn't realize also that the Welsh boys all arrived at the same time. Clearly, there is a seating arrangement on this bus, and yeah, yeah. them Welsh there's a boys. click that yeah. has formed very quickly. Yeah. I like it. Next comes the you know burgeoning love of my life Benny Boo Benny Boo looks amazing number one he looks so good but number two he's carrying a clutch so you know they all fall into two camps either they're a clutch guy or a backpack guy and i will credit 100% without verification or confirmation of this fact i am making it up but i will say so thank you to emily kaplan his girlfriend for like you know helping him choose a goyard clutch wow the detail on this bag yeah. is gorgeous classy very classy it's black but like the goyard print is very it's so iconic and it's obviously that Totally,
1: yeah. And I love the, the choice of Gallard because it's not like, I feel like it's not, it's not LV. the screaming brand names. Or I don't know, I guess it is in a way because you kind of recognize it based on the pattern.
0: Yeah, but I guess it's just not like an LV or it's not a Gucci. I feel like it's a bit more yeah. low-key. What? Low-key? Not really, yeah. but you know what I mean. Low key. <laughs> now that we've said Gucci, so after Benny
1: arrives, Joe Rodan. And he's in Gucci. (laughs) So he's carrying not just a Gucci clutch, but he also has a Gucci backpack. And it's the same, like, same Gucci pattern. So I wonder, like, did he get this as a set? He got it. And also why isn't why are you if you have a backpack why don't you just put the clutch in it but
0: then why would you do that if you have a Gucci clutch you would want to show it right? I'm always confused honestly about what are in these clutches because we've seen the documentary and we've seen the kit man pack everything everything the kit man takes everything from their shoes to like their kits obviously so what the fuck are in these bags I'm not even like I don't even know
1: that's a great question. And I think like seeing pictures of them travelling, I'd think like it's stuff like Gadgets, devices. Yeah. So like the iPad or phone or whatever they use to watch something while on the bus ride or plane ride. Another thing is snacks. Mm. And I think we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to <laughs> Mourinho's like when we break down Mourinho's Instagram later in the show. But like for sure, there are snacks, yeah. and also I guess toiletries and stuff. Yeah. Maybe deodorant. I do I'd, I'd be surprised,
0: but maybe they shower after the game, oh. so they just bring their own stuff. Maybe I don't know. That makes sense. That makes sense. The kitman wouldn't bring your preferred, like you know, face face wash or deodorant. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or hair products. Hair products. Yeah. yeah, Toby. Toby's got an entire bag of that. So he has a rolling luggage. Actually. <laughs> Toby needs, like, a a crate. Okay, I guess next up on the video is Sunny. And Sunny comes out with a very nondescript black clutch. I don't know the brand. Who knows the brand? Wenjing104, do you know the brand? There are these Instagram accounts that do catalog Sunny's wardrobe. So, hey, to our six listeners... You know, if you guys know those accounts and if they do catalog this, please let us know because we don't know the brand of this, but whatever it is, it's probably like $8,000 or something like insanely expensive because it's sunny. Oh, you know it. He deserves the best. I'm assuming maybe it's like an Hermes, maybe? Yeah, it could be one of those. And we're just not not rich and we're we're not
1: not 1% (laughs) enough to know. (laughs) He's not a basic <laughs> Like we Mitch. say $8,000, it's probably like 10 times that. <laughs> it's only 80 yeah. Exactly.
0: I wouldn't know. Maybe it's like custom. Who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah, it could be. It could be. Next to arrive is Hoi And he's wearing a backpack, but that's not what we want to talk about here. <laughs> we want to talk about him holding two drinks. So he comes in and he's holding a small red cup with what looks like a spoon in it. Is it a spoon or is it a, an oddly shaped straw? But it's a small red cup, and then he's also holding a large metal thermos, like one of those like silver colored hot drink things. That's that's quite big. Yeah. So I'm wondering what. Hey, uh, can we ask you something? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> like, is the red cup maybe it's not a drink? Maybe it's like some yogurt thing that he's mm. eating with a spoon on the yeah. bus. Maybe the the thermos is coffee. I don't know. The thing is, it's not the first I'm time. Just, I,
0: I want to know. Yeah, it's not the first time he's carried multiple like beverages, or you know. But I love it because. Number one, yay, stay hydrated. That's very good. I just feel for him, like, I feel like it's so difficult to carry. Like, he's. it always looks like he's struggling to carry so much things. So, I don't know. Maybe we need to get him, like, a little lunchbox where he can put both drinks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I like it, though. I'm sure Goyard makes one. <laughs> I'm sure Goyard makes one, indeed. <laughs> drinks scarier. Yeah. Hey, Goyard, hit him up. Hit him up. We, we talked about Toby earlier. And for, for a guy with as much hair product as he does... He's actually carrying quite a small clutch, and just like Sunny, it's very nondescript. Toby never struck us as like a guy that would be like very, you know, flashy brands in your face. He's always quite low-key, so maybe it's like a local Antwerp brand. Costs also like $8,000, who knows? But it's, it's very classy, very Toby, very chill. I like it. I like it, Toby.
1: So after Toby, we're talking about Reggie, who arrives wearing a backpack. And we don't, unfortunately, we don't get to see more of the backpack other than the straps around his shoulders. We know it's a black backpack. We know the straps are padded. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's it. The video cuts before we see more of it.
0: Reggie and I really do want to see more of this guy I feel like because he did arrive with bail all the attention kind of went to Gareth Mm -hmm. so excited to see more of Reggie and his unknown backpack and his gorgeous girlfriend who looks like a Filipino celebrity named Liza Soberano but that's neither here nor there You guys should check her out. We just wanted to same. I just wanted to sneak in. So that. just look for Liza on Instagram. Yeah, look, look her up. I, uh, look for his girlfriend. She looks like the Spanish version. This, this will probably like only appeal to one listener, Pammy. Um, Check her out. Yeah, I'm calling you out. This is for you. After Reggie, we see Dom's Stangy, and Dombele who is the aberration to everything. He's the only guy with a messenger bag. And he's like jogging up the steps of the messenger bag. He's like swinging. And as a light-colored strap, we don't really see much of it. But you can tell it's getting a lot of movement because he is ambling up those stairs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's a shopping bag. I don't know. But I like it. I like that he goes against the grain. It could be because it looks light. The way it moves, it it looks
1: like... I I think everyone has a canvas tote bag. And I feel like the fabric behaves that way. So it could be could just be, like, it. a shopping bag, which is nice. I like it. Respect. I like it. Respect. Yeah. So, bringing up the rear, we have Harry with his also nondescript black clutch. It has similarities. I know we see them for, like, a split second, but it has similarities with Sun's and Toby's black bags. Mm. So, it's kind of a rectangular clutch with two, like, sets of zippers, and that's it. So, we don't know. We can't tell what the brand is, but it looks very similar to Sonny's and Toby's.
0: Guys, tell us tell us what you know about these bags i'm sure there is a collective knowledge out there that is much better than ours so we would love to harness this spurs knowledge and, yeah. and we'd love to who knows maybe you will be our next mailbag i don't know but we'd love to hear from you uh as acid mentioned all the links to what we'll be discussing so you guys can follow along are found in our episode notes uh, in our description so check that out <laughs> And there goes the end of the first half. We'll see you guys at halftime with our Kumbaya Master, Toby. Catch you in a bit. Hey, and it's (laughs) halftime.
1: Welcome, guys. I'm here, Acid, with Patty, and we are joined by... Lifelong Spurs fan and our football correspondent, Toby. Football
2: correspondent. That's (laughs) fun.
1: Because we need one for this podcast. (laughs) Hey, Toby, what's up?
2: Not much. I wish I could say I'm reporting match side, but it's yeah, it could so be a while I mean, still yeah. until we get there.
1: We'll work on the press pass. So if anyone okay. from Spurs Official is listening, please we
0: we need we require three press passes. Yes. <laughs> I'll fly over if we have a press pass. Oh man. Games. Anyway, so halftime
1: is when we talk about the games <laughs> and today we're talking about three. In the past few weeks we've had two Premier League games one against Brighton, one against West Brom, um, and we had one Europa League game against Ludogretz. And yay! They were all wins! Three out of three, I think, in the last pod. We we wished for three out of three wins, and we have three out of three wins.
2: Yeah, really impressive. As you said, we wished for nine points from the the three matchups against lower table teams and and they delivered it absolutely incredible
1: and we we're saying all of this like it's it's been awesome but honestly (laughs) i think when we when we had a chat right before recording we're like what we don't remember any of these (laughs) games we have to watch the highlights again and like i was honestly surprised at oh wow all three wins this week huh
0: (laughs) for the the pod which is funny we should be feeling elated and like crazy happy but i guess there's just so much more going on in the world that like these just felt like oh yeah it happened and also okay cool we won yay but i guess i don't know when i was watching it and remembering like okay now i tried to remember them and again kind of forgettable but we weren't i guess very good like i wasn't impressed but i guess hey we're fucking good enough we want it like what does that say about our style of playing for these yeah
2: i yeah i think it probably says good and bad things i mean i think that kind of the theme for these games has been finding a way to win. The the Brighton game, for example, everybody's been talking about the poor refereeing in that from both the VAR official and from the on-field official, unfortunately. But that said, what seems to be happening now, we faced poor refereeing before and struggled. We faced poor refereeing and got a late winner and took the three points. So that's a pretty key difference. Yeah, we it wasn't an ideal 90 minutes, but there's some more highlights still. I think Re- Reggian had a great game again with that brilliant cross into Bale. He put a square on his forehead f- for a very easy finish. I mean, Bale put himself in the right spot, but yeah, Re- Reggie just doing a great deal of work there. But yeah, otherwise it was good. I mean, the Hoybier foul, it was definitely a foul. Absolutely zero question about that. He was scissored down. It should never have been a goal, so... Yeah, you could say we were, we were cruising for a victory there, I feel. But yeah, it was, it was a good performance.
0: I guess I just have to call it out. In our last pod, we kind of asked, like, what is Gareth Bale to us? And hey, I guess he showed potential ROI.
2: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's a fair way to assess it, isn't it? Like, he got the winner. Like, there's his, his clear contribution.
0: That is great. I mean, right after the clear contribution of Bale, we get winners from Kane and Moura and Lo Celso in our Europa League matchup against Lulugretz. And I mean, they did. It's not a clean sheet, but again, we got the points.
1: Yeah. When
0: when we were putting together the outline, I
1: I realized that I had no no recollection of this game at all. Then they just starts typing in the the goals. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Lucielso did score in the 62nd minute. I remember that now. That
2: was the instant impact when Sun came on and we shout at the screen. Instant impact, and then he gets an assist right away, which is worth watching again because it's a very good goal and yeah, yeah. exemplifies hoybier's value at the moment. He wins the ball in the middle of the pitch has some beautiful one-touch give-and-go passing with Vinicius to get the attack started. And then if you watch, you see Sun as well. And he has just come on the pitch, so he's fresh. But it's so easy to see his ambition and, and his passion and what he wants to do because he sprints from about 15 yards behind Hoybier to catch up the ball. And I think when you see Hoybier lay it off to his left, he's actually playing the ball to Vinicius, I think. And it's just that Sun is moving so quickly. He gets there first and lays it off to Lichelso for the finish. So, yeah, just it was a beautifully worked goal. And this is from some of the people who aren't going to start all the time, Vinicius, and even Hoybier isn't going to start every game. So we're really starting to show our depth. And I think it says a lot about how each player is feeling challenged and the kind of competitive nature that Mourinho is trying to build of, of getting people to really work together and against each other to make the whole club better.
0: That working together and against each other I think is a really a balance that you need to mm. maintain and I'm I'm always just worried about it. I mean we've mentioned it before I'm not yet on the Mourinho train because again once I get on that train it's gonna fucking collide into another train and then we're fucked. So I'm gonna keep again, you know, juries out on my being a fan of him, but hey it's kind of working, at least this week. At least for this week, his style is working. So I don't want to jinx it, but I guess pretty good. It, it is nice to see, like, Sonny and his instant impact because not everyone can claim that. We've had substitutions that somehow thought yeah. you would change the game and nothing. And yet this fucking Sonny bringing it home.
1: Everyone, try this at home from now on. Whenever someone subbed in, like, <laughs> the second they're on, just shout instantly impact, in impact the screen. And then it'll happen because that's literally what happened. Now that the game is coming back to me, <laughs> I remember. But again, as we said earlier, it's not the memories that count, it's the points. <laughs> and we did get the points <laughs> needed. That's what matters.
2: Yeah, a great recovery from the tough away match at Antwerp. The game also notable for Kane's 200th goal in 300 appearances, which is just madness. I mean, what else can you ask of a player? He's absolutely world-class. Now everybody finally recognizes it. It's, it's good to see.
0: Which is a great thing that you brought up because after our West Brom game, which Kane scored at the 88th minute, very reminiscent of old school Spurs leaving it till the end to make sure we seal that deal, but we did get it. At that game, Harry Kane is now in the top 10 of EPL top scorers what the fuck 150 league goals number one is Alan Shearer at 260 so I don't know if he's had 200 appearances uh 150 goals I guess 110 to go what he'll get that in the season let's do it let's do it yeah let's go (laughs) clearly
1: math is not better than golden boot they need to invent something new The platinum
0: boot, yeah, diamond boot. I don't know. I love it. Give him all the boots. He deserves
2: it. And that was a great goal. The the finish against West Brom. I mean, they were a tough opponent. I give them a lot of credit. They defended well. They worked together well. I think they have had a good strategy to kind of rough us up a bit. I think they played a little Mm -hmm. dirty, which you know might be a strategy that works against us. And uh, Jake Livermore, who former Tottenham player, playing in the middle of the park kind of like was pretty feisty and you know you don't like it when it's against you but I I thought he showed a lot of passion and but uh, yeah Doherty to play that ball in and as the announcers were saying it really only takes you know a few seconds for the defender to switch off for Doherty to put in an absolutely perfect uh, overhead cross and beautiful flick on header from Harry just you know beautiful
0: Harry and his headers, huh? It's been like two games now, but I'm just going to pick up from something you said that is a new fact. Like, I was the day years old, as the internet says when you say these, <laughs> when you find out these things. Jake Livermore. Okay, so I was messaging acid during this game to comment on number one, the captain of West Brom. I'm like, he's not bad looking, huh? And now it makes sense. He's a former Spurs player. There of course go. he's hot. Of course. <laughs> there is a reason I am a fan of this team.
2: But as you say, the header, I mean, it's really now, it is what can Harry Kane do? I mean, what isn't he the best at? I mean, because headers, clear, outside the box shooting, yeah, one of the best in the world. You know, holding the ball up as a striker and then and feeding other wingers that are running in, one of the best in the world, as we've seen with his assist, to son. Yeah, his leadership, obviously one of the best in the world. Like, he's, there's really nothing he can't do.
0: Scores when he wants to, assists when he yep. wants to fucking wins games when he wants to totally we'll talk about it a little later in in the second half but you know haters gonna hate but harry just proves them wrong good job sir harry kane and so does
1: spurs i think one of the commentators it might have been a match of the day or maybe during the game said that like kind of summed up the game that it wasn't like the prettiest it wasn't the best performance but it was a win. Mm. And they said that like, it's the kind of win that title winners will inevitably like churn out because not every game is going to be the best, but they will find ways to win. And that kind of represents this game for us. Damn. Definitely.
2: And I think that the way the defense has been playing is worthy of praise as well. I mean, you look at the last few performances, clean sheet against West Brom and just that one slightly lucky goal against Ludogorets. Just the one goal against Brighton. So if you're keeping the opponent's score that low, you're giving, especially with the caliber of attack we have, you're giving us a lot of good chance. And I think Dyer has really stepped up in the last few weeks, really, really proving himself. I think Sanchez has been good. Toby every week, he's he's brilliant. So yeah, that's been really positive as well.
0: With all this positivity coming out, we were for two hours number one on the table i know southampton did it and they did the stop the count but i i really think in in the theme of this entire week (laughs) stop the count two hours we were number one guys did you did you relish that did you feel that (laughs) it felt good but it
1: also gave me like some really painful flashbacks (laughs) to the 2016 season
2: yeah that that was a tough time and the the famous infamous battle of Stamford Bridge when a bunch of thugs in blue, yeah, just didn't care about the game, just wanted to. I, I guess a lot of a lot has been said about that game, but North yeah, London is what? brings back pain, painful memories as well.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, right now, sure, we we were for two hours, two hours, of fifteen minutes, number one, and I think Men and Blazers asked us like to relish that feeling, and we did. But as we stand going into international break, we are number two to Leicester which really really does give us 2016 vibes but you know what it's 2020 anything goes now
2: good point (laughs) hell yeah there's some good challenges coming up after the international break so we now have to wait years for football again what is it the 25th or something 21st not sure but we have Man City coming up we have Chelsea so we have some good tests that will challenge us so let's see what we can do against some really quality sides
0: We came from West Brom and Brighton with our six points and we knew we could seal that. But what are your feelings on the upcoming? I mean, how many points are you thinking with Man City and Chelsea?
2: I think Man City, I like our odds. I mean, their game against Liverpool was was tense. It was a well, you know, well-balanced game. Yeah, I think we can definitely go toe-to-toe with them. I think they have weaknesses in their defense that we'll be able to exploit. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm optimistic for that one. It's always fun to play Chelsea, but I can't say it's not <laughs> nerve-wracking. I was there last December when we played them at home, and it wasn't our proudest moment. So yeah, there's nowhere to go but up in that in that fixture. So let's see what they can do.
0: Fingers crossed. Everything crossed. I'm a pretzel right now, but I guess we get these <laughs> two weeks of chillin'. Maybe you'll watch Sensational with us, Toby. Uh, maybe not. We'll see. But yeah, (laughs) excited for that. And of course, we have our second group stage match against uh, Ludogoritz as well. So hopefully we maintain that momentum that we uh, creaming them last time. And now we're home. So, you know, I don't know what the home advantage is these days with, you know, an empty stadium. But I'll take it. I'll take anything. So I hope it's good. And with that...
2: No, that's it. I think what's really important is that they keep grinding out the results and keep the opponent's goals low. And then the key thing is that people stay healthy. And I think A lot of people saying it's a bit of a, it's its own epidemic at the moment is these injuries in the Premier League because the the schedule is just too busy. And even with players going on the international break now, there's no time for them to rest and recuperate. A lot of other teams dealing with it. I think it's 99 players are now out injured. So that's, it's really not good. Oh my! Um, So hopefully everybody can stay rested and we've got some depth. So just keep rotating.
0: Prayer circle around everyone going on international break. We need you to stay healthy and fit and just fucking ready to climb that table when you're back yeah if it's friendly feel free to half-ass it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have to give a hundred percent all the time on these things guys reserve yeah. the energy battles. <laughs> thank you so much Toby, for joining us again this week i guess we'll see you next time
2: my pleasure coise coise coise
0: coise, coise, coise.
1: and the second half is underway this second half is super packed with juicy juicy stuff including eric dyer's side hustle which is surprisingly successful stay tuned if you have no idea what we're talking about later on we're gonna check in on managers old and current and how they are what are they doing what are they up to what does their instagram say about them And of course, we end the second half with Baby of the Week. As we teased earlier, there is a surprise new game-changing entry there. So keep listening to find out more. Hey, Patty, are you ready? Hey,
0: I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's
1: go. (laughs) All right. So, okay, Eric Dyer, a few months ago, launched Spotless, which is an app that kind of lets you share the places you find, the restaurants, the bars, the cafes, whatever. And it's I think it's taken off. Because not this bad. week we learned that Eric Dyer, founder of Spotless, is speaking at Web Summit 2020. What? That's his actual title. On the like the Instagram announcement, the, you'll, you'll find the link to the Instagram announcement in our episode description. That's who he is. He's not Eric Dyer, Tottenham player. He's Eric Dyer, founder of Spotless. Just to give you guys like an idea of what Web Summit is about. You know, you know who he's speaking alongside. Do you know who else the speakers are? Tell me. So, Gwyneth Paltrow, founder and CEO of Goop, is speaking at Web Summit. What? Jane Goodall, no introduction needed, is speaking at Web Summit 2020. Eduardo Saverin, the guy Andrew Garfield played in the social network. Is oh my there goodness. the director general of the World Health Organization? I, I will need <laughs> like help trying to pronounce his
0: name. Tedros Adhanaman I mean, is he sounds... the director
1: general of who? Wow! And he's also speaking at Web Summit. So Eric <laughs> is now in this tier of peeps. So congratulations, Good Eric. Good. So he's right up on the site. Is Eric is an English professional footballer who plays for Tottenham Hotspur in the Premier League and for England's national team. He is also one of the founders of Spotless, a new map-based recommendation-sharing network. And, like, the categories in the labels are advertising, content creation, e-commerce, leadership, (laughs) marketing, mobile development, (gasps) social media, and sport. Damn! Good job, Dyer!
0: tech founder. Holy shit! Like, this is crazy. This is... Amazing! I can, I'm so proud I can. of can. Yeah, how could we not be proud of him? Stocking Spurs salutes this, guys. Go download Spotlass. Well, they're not, they're not even paying us to say this. This is free marketing. <laughs> yeah. That's this how good he is. This is how proud is. we
1: are of Eric.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like when you have a friend who has a side hustle that you're a bit like, okay, go, I support you, <laughs> but like secretly you're a bit skeptical, <laughs> and then <laughs> it, it takes off, and you're like, oh my god, I believed in you all along. <laughs> It's a bit, honestly, it's a bit like that. But I'm, I'm genuinely, this happiness for you is genuine, Eric.
0: I love it. I love it so much. Good job, Dyer. Speaking of people we love and people love to hate for some reason that we don't Hmm. understand, I messaged acid this link from a Twitter user named Jay Jaffa. He tweeted a four photo post of screenshots and his caption is really enjoying Tony Cascarino's Harry Kane arc. Hashtag THFC. I don't know who Tony Cascarino is, but it seems like he is some pundit on the Premier League. And basically, it's a set of photos, screenshots of four headlines that he writes about for The Times. And his first headline is, Harry Kane will have to adapt game after serious injury. That was January 13, 2020. His next headline was, Harry Kane will never get back to his best. So few do after serious injuries at September 9. And then we have, Harry Kane is now the complete package. October 19, 2020. And finally, ever-evolving Harry Kane is Tottenham's Michael Jordan. With a subtitle, striker may have lost the yard of pace, but his contribution for Spurs can take them to another level. October 28, 2020. I so mean, you love Some see of it. these
1: did not age well.
0: <laughs> they did not age well at all. And the beauty of the internet is someone always has receipts. So, mm-hmm. Tony Cascarino, I don't know. Maybe I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Clearly, you've come around. But for some reason, I think that anytime Harry makes one minute slip up, you'll be back to fucking bashing him. So, fuck you for the first half of this. And go you for the second half. <laughs> I'm also allowed to go back on my word. Jay Java, thank you for bringing this to my attention. It is highly entertaining.
1: So while we're on the topic of people we love and people love to hate somehow, Mm -hmm. especially recently, why, guys? why? Why? We have Delhi. Everybody knows that recently people think that Delhi hasn't been on his best form, and that's why he hasn't been starting. And then he did start recently, and manager Jose kind of throws him under the bus and says... Hey, that's why we don't start people. Stop asking me why we don't start people.
0: Fuck that shit.
1: So we're thinking, how's Delhi doing? Is he letting this get to him? And the answer seems to be no. Good job, no. Delhi. So on his Instagram this week, he while everyone's on international break and every like other players are part of their national teams, Delhi is do, is he just chilling? Is he just twiddling his thumbs? Is nah. he just? eating junk food and sitting around no. watching netflix no he posted a photo of him doing like a modified warrior three pose on like a cushion mat along with a caption that says it all it says make improvements not excuses damn so, delhi so he's working on himself he knows he needs to improve and he's That's doing the work that needs to be done
0: I love it, Deli. I love that you are working hard. You're not letting the haters get you down. And honestly, as someone that practices yoga not often, but often enough, Warrior 3, that that looks like it's like a half-moon type also. Like, that shit's hard. The balance, look at the flex of those thighs. He looks steady. I know it's a photo and we didn't see how many takes it took to get this shot. But (laughs) I believe in you, Deli, and I love it so much. Yeah, on that's hard, on. huh? That's hard.
1: That pose is hard on like a level surface, and he's yeah, doing this pose on a cushion, which makes it even harder. Three socks. That's not easy. It looks simple. It's
0: not. It's not. So Namaste to you, Delhi. We we can't wait to see you again on the pitch, and we're rooting for you. Speaking of people, we're also rooting for. I don't know about you guys, but sunny player of the month on EPL, and uh, rightfully so. So we get a. Hot off the press, just like re- literally like a couple minutes ago, Spurs official posts on their Instagram, a nice little short video from Sunny. You think we wouldn't mention Sunny in this episode? Of course we would. But there is always Sunny content. And he does a really nice speech. So he, he's squeaking in a nice black turtleneck and he gives a shout out. Thanks everyone for like getting him to where he is. But it's so nice because he is the player of the month of the entire league. And you know what? He doesn't just take it all on him. His, his message is like, you know, thanks to the team. So it's always, it's always, it's always so so nice to hear from Sunny and hear him flourishing so well in this international break. Speaking of more goods, I love bromances and although we didn't mention Sunny and Deli in the same breath, we do miss their bromance but it seems like there is another bromance blooming in this club. And who is it with? It's Musa Sissoko and Hoibier. Pierre-Emile is new to the club, but he is already winning hearts and minds, obviously with double pirouettes and excessively amazing performances. But clearly, Sissoko's taking notice. Sissoko posted on his Instagram a really cute photo of them post-game. They're in the dressing room and they're both making, like, game face on. And he mentions his caption is, Le Machine. Yeah, that's because... Hoibei is a fucking machine that just keeps delivering. But the love goes both ways. Because Hoibei also posted the same photo of him and Musa. And his caption is me plus goat emoji. I love it when game recognizes game. I love a new bromance. It's super cute. Guys, let this flourish.
1: Two super well-loved players. Also, like, when you find out that they're fans of each other, it's like, yes. That's right. Yeah. From this oh yay, hi to this I wouldn't say low. This isn't low, but it's it's a feeling of loss it's <laughs> or nostalgia. I don't know what this is. It's confusing. So this next post we wanna talk about. So it's it's a photo that Super Ollie shared on his Instagram of a photo he took of his T V while Potch was a guest on a Sky Sports show. And his appearance was hyped up for like a few days before. And I think the hype was kind of oh he's gonna reveal where he's going next on the show and oh my god maybe it's Manu so I think a lot of people were kind of like oh my god we have to we have to watch this and we have to find out. Uh, spoiler alert he's not going to Manu. If we thought that was gonna be hurtful news, I think something that hits the heart is seeing him look so happy. Because look at this photo. He looks so relaxed. He looks so comfortable. He's mm. smiling.
0: He's let his hair grow out a bit. Mm. Anyway, just sad. If anyone deserves this happiness, it's obviously him. He is literally our loss. It is our loss that Potch is no longer our manager. But, you know, it's always nice to see someone flourish outside. It's like that ex, you know, the one you you let get away. That's literally him. So we have no one to blame but ourselves. Well, not us. But, like, Levi has no one to blame but himself. Uh, (laughs) And clearly, I'm still bitter. And, you know, we just wish him well. And clearly, he's looking great living his best life as he should
1: you look awesome and happy and i hope that you are (laughs) anyway let's move on cool so from one manager we've talked about past manager now we're moving on to our current and if you've been on the internet at all within the past few weeks you would have likely heard some kind of or likely seen some headline about how jose's instagram is amazing and it is the gift that keeps on giving according to one specific headline so, I think we're gonna talk about this. Talk about this gift. What is it giving us, and do we want it?
0: No. <laughs> That was fast.
1: Yeah, I was going to say no as well, but then I kind what? of like sat down with an open mind. Mm. And there are a few posts, I think, specifically that we want to we wanna talk about. Oh, but okay. before that, maybe we should give a bit of a background on this. So, Jose is new to Instagram. He hasn't really had one in the past, but since joining Tottenham, he suddenly is on Instagram, and he suddenly is posting fairly regularly. Why? I
0: don't
2: know.
1: So, one of these journalists asked him, hey, Jose, why? And he said that he had no interest in joining Instagram at all before but his sponsors asked him to get wow. on social media. I'm sorry.
0: Sponsors? Good job. Yes.
1: And I think that explains the kind of content we see on his Instagram. Because just check out his his account. And it's mostly photos of him doing things. Obviously taken by a social media manager that one of the brands that sponsors him has paid for. <laughs> So I think there are three posts that you want to highlight here. So the first one, you'll, you'll find the links to these posts um, in our episode notes. Um, the first one is, it's like a picture of Jose post-game, sitting on a sofa, having a snack. And he's mid-chew. It's not a particularly flattering photo. <laughs> and his, his caption is, When you win, but you don't play especially well, tagging PFC Ludogratz
0: 1945. <laughs> oh! Oh, yeah. Damn. That's Damn.
1: That's aggressive. He's sitting on the sofa eating what looks like cornflakes or chips. This is like the most aggressive thing I've heard from someone having a snack. (laughs) Anyway, Anyway, another one we want to talk about is a photo of him sitting on a bus. So I guess this is the team bus. He's wearing a mask and he's kind of staring into space. The mask covers half his face, but you know what expression is underneath mm. that. You can see it in his eyes. The caption is, Bad performances deserve bad results. Hope everyone oh. in this bus is as upset as I am. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. training.
0: Whoa. Ooh, fuck.
1: Yeah. Scary. So we've seen sassy Mourinho. Yeah. We've seen angry Mourinho. This third post is, <laughs> I guess, maybe what we more commonly associate with him, which is trolling Mourinho. I guess the first one was trolling as well. So this third post is, um, I think this is after one of the wins, and then he's in the dressing room, and everyone in the dressing room is on their phones, and he's just kind of gesturing at them in this photo, and the caption is, After a great victory in a really hard match. Sign of the times, phone emoji, phone emoji. (laughs) Well done, boys.
0: I mean, I'll give it to the social media manager of Jose because for some reason, it does sound like him. It's strange though, because this is a new frontier for us. I mean, Jesus Perez has his like Instagram and we discovered it way too late, but he never was active on it. And I get that it's a sponsor thing, but seeing this much insight into the Jose side of things is a bit unnerving. Seeing him throw shade or throw people under the bus is part of his like, character but seeing it documented on social is just a bit weird so i don't know it is entertaining maybe to a degree for a podcast that talks about stalking the team obviously we should be glad for this content i'm just a bit on the fence as always with anything when it comes to jose
1: so we'll see it's a gift but maybe it's not for everybody
0: maybe and with that we get to your favorite segment of the episode it's baby Baby of of the the week.
1: week So welcome, new listeners. If you don't know what this is, this is the segment of the podcast where we get the creepiest we can possibly be. <laughs> so every day, Patty and I troll all of the player Instagrams, all of the player's wives' Instagrams, all of the player's aunts' Instagrams, <laughs> to find any cute Spurs baby content. And every week, inevitably, we'll find loads. Gems. First on the list is Jose Mourinho. So this past week was his daughter's birthday and he posted what looks like a vintage photo from <laughs> from the faraway 90s maybe or 2000s of him and his his daughter toddler looking daughter by the pool. I mean he posted this because it's her birthday. It's it's a really it's a super sweet set of photos actually. And it it seems like his daughter's grown up to be a very very lovely lady.
0: Happy Birthday to Jose's baby girl. (laughs) Happy birthday. Cute photos. Cute photos. From one cute Spurs baby to another cute Spurs baby. Now we discover Lily Sissoko's real name or full name, Malia Sissoko. I love it. Thank you, Mary Lou, so for just bringing the content. Everyone's on lockdown, but that doesn't mean you got to slob around. Nah, Malia, Lily, is actually working out. So you see her next to Mary Lou, who is clearly a fitness buff and, like, loves working out. And getting in there early, uh, Malia is trying to get through, like, some crazy maze of, like, a, a ladder that she has to walk through or, like, what? I don't know, but she seems to be enjoying it to the degree that Lily Sissoko enjoys anything. Half a poker face, half a smile... I love it. Maybe it's like her, her dad, how <laughs> Sissouk's
1: always looks, like has the same expression. So maybe when she's doing like physical stuff, like climbing over things, she kind of has her dad's sporty poker face.
0: I mean, genetics are real, you know? And so speaking of her dad, Musa, our second post from Mary Lou Bay's account, it's a gem. Clearly, they're a cute, happy family. So it's just the three of them looking very cute. Malia, Lily, not giving as much, but servant looks. I love it so much. Speaking of cute babies who are, you know, marching to the beat of their own drum or rather not marching, uh, we get a repost from a fan of uh, Maureen Lloris's Instagram story. So because it's now gone, thank you so much to this fan account for reposting it. It is a photo of Maureen and baby Leandro, who is harnessed to her using one of those like baby Bjorn, baby rap type things. So, And the caption made me laugh so hard. I don't understand French. And there is a caption on the actual photo, which I haven't translated. But the fan's caption is, Leandro has not yet decided to walk. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is brilliant. That's right. It is his decision when he wants to walk. And he's like, nope. Uh, he's taking his time and so does still tethered to his mother. Looking adorable, no more emoji on his face. I'm happy, you're happy, everyone's happy. Good job, Maureen. Good job to this fan.
1: Yeah, good job. I hope he starts walking soon. <laughs> <laughs> you can detect a hint of sass from his Just a hint. Just a bit. Cool, moving on to the next stop on this list. Every time we put together this list, we will inevitably include the babies of the Alderweireld household. Sometimes it's just one photo, sometimes it's a story. This week we are especially lucky because we got a multi photo post. Damn! So on Toby's Instagram, he. How many photos is this? Like four photos. He heard us. He heard us.
0: I think it's at the stables where uh, Shaney trains. Isn't she dressage? yeah
1: that's true yeah. yes so we we just we have a series of cute photos of them. There's Toby and Ayla, and Ayla's wearing a jacket with like a, an overly fluffy furry hood, which is hilarious. <laughs> then we have Jace with a horse in his face is that is that cool? <laughs> I guess it's kosher <laughs> he looks yeah, he's looking a bit confused. maybe it's his first time to see a horse. I don't know, maybe. Anyway, cute set of photos. The last photo is them at home on the sofa. Jace looks like he's having a great time. Ayla looks a bit uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's nap time and it's just overdue.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe we disturbed nap time. I don't know. But I think most notably here is that last week I was complaining to Toby that, like, you know, Toby, give us the goods, give us the goods. And he listened. He came back and listened and gave us a four photo post. But I think what is important to note is that this week, despite having a four photo post, Mr. Alderviral, I'm so sorry. The to Toby and his family, because this week we crown a new Baby of the Week. We did say it as a start of a new dawn of democracy. And shockingly, guys, Baby of the Week is actually a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> the Electoral College has spoken. And this week we crown our first American Baby of the Week. Oh my god. I'm sorry to the Belgians. We've got a new winner. And that winner is Baby Charlie Alex Morgan's adorable daughter. I think it was Alex's first time to start, and she was with her on the pitch. Yes. And it's that
1: day was such an amazing day for America. Yeah, they got it. Because, <laughs> number one, I guess the election was called yep. for Biden, which is amazing. If you're watching the news at all on that day, you would have seen the videos of... People in all these American cities just celebrating. And also across the world just celebrating. So uh, congrats, America. Also, great news for America. Alex Morgan started for Spurs Women for the first time ever. So wow, what more could you want? What more could you want? And for us, also amazing because I guess to commemorate this day... She posted a photo, a selfie of her and Charlie Pitchside with a caption, Today was a milestone for me personally and for my country. So happy to be back on the field doing what I love. Guys, check out this post because Charlie's face is fresh. It looks like a practiced smile. (laughs) You know how older children and some adults, whenever they smile for photos, it looks like a practiced smile? This looks like a practiced smile and she's only six months old.
0: It is the best. Honestly, this is a win for America. This is a win for mankind. Congratulations to baby Charlie and to Alex. I can't believe it. No one can believe it. So congratulations to our new baby of the week, Charlie. Super cute. And Spurs kit Spurs. as well. She's in a baby kit. It's adorable. We can't baby wait to kit. see more from you. And you know what, Ayla? We're still rooting for you. So maybe next week. Who knows? Anything goes. And there goes the end of the second half. We want to thank Toby for joining us again this week. Thank you, Acid, as well. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. And thanks, everyone, for joining us. Again, please follow us on our socials at stalking spurs on instagram and twitter and if you haven't smashed that subscribe button come help us reach followers i don't know Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys and we'd love to hear your thoughts so uh, looking forward to new folks in our mailbag thanks guys we'll see you next time after international break thanks guys see you next time come Come on on, you spurs